Today's episode of the Gold Cast is sponsored by a little bit of hope. Raymond, if we can sit here and just keep it together for several more weeks, we can probably get enough pieces back to make another run. Uh, and I'm feeling a lot more optimistic today than I did when we recorded our Tuesday episode, which uh, just went up live on YouTube. Sorry, there's a little bit of a delay, but then the uh, and then the new this episode will be up by Friday morning. Uh, our our Giants and 49ers preview. But Raymond, before we get started, before we get into this hope, before we talk about what we think is going to happen in this game, why don't you let them know where can they find us? You can always find us on Twitter at the underscore Goldcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Goldcast, and you can also subscribe to us via iTunes. I mean iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Stitcher, and Spotify, all under the same moniker of the Goldcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment if you're on YouTube or any other platform. Because we always like to get your feedback, especially on Thursdays. Because Thursday is the day of this recording. These are our preview uh, episodes. This is when we take a look at each opponent that we're going to face, home or away, and break down how we think the game should play out and what how we think the game is going to play out. So we always love it when you participate in those conversations because your opinion matters too. YouTube is one of the best places to do that for. So like, subscribe, hit the little notification bell on YouTube because... We want your input. We are asking for your inputs. The more, the better. We're not just asking. We are demanding. We are ordering you yeah, to do respond. That shit. What's the matter with you? <laughs> All right, here we go. We are going to get into it. This is our preview episode. We're going to be looking at our second week in a row in the House of Horrors, MetLife Stadium. Uh, and luckily, our last week for the year. So uh, let's uh, let's get this over with. Let's get this game over with. Let's get a win, and let's move on. But first, the greatest fanalist in the game, he's here. Your professor of fanalism. I'm in the building, too. Class is in session. Let's go. San Francisco, are you ready? This is the Gold Cast. Boom! Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the Voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Sousa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Solis the first, baby. Boom! Raymond, all right. I mean, there's not a whole lot that we could say that already hasn't been said about last week. The main thing we can do is try and pick up the pieces both as a team and as a fan base and trudge on because the season is far from over we have plenty of games left we have most of the team that will be coming back in the next couple weeks and we just have to get through these next three weeks we just got to get through the giants the eagles the dolphins all three games are winnable giants, giants are hot right now i mean giants uh dolphins are hot right now thank god we're not playing them this week <laughs> thank god Fitzy's got the Fitz magic going. He's got that Fitz magic going. You know that Fitz magic. It's it's there. But you know and he it's, can ball when he when he focuses and turns it on. He could ball like the best of them. He just yeah. is fortunately has has been mostly shitty his most of his career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can be uh, he can be very inconsistent. That's for sure. So, but let's talk about 
this Giants team. Uh, I believe some people, the second the Niners went down, some people had us at um, had us as the underdogs in this game. It has since flipped. We are definitely the favorites. I think Saquon Barkley going down, kind of even the playing field, unfortunately. I would have rather, I will take every team, even the teams I hate the most, the Seahawks of the world, the New England Patriots of the world, I will take those teams at full strength, full health versus our teams at full strength, full health. The last thing I want to see is is uh, Barkley go down and Jimmy G go down and Nick Bosa and then have, you know, shells of these teams here at the moment. That's the last thing I want to see. But here we are. This is it. And uh, let's start, Raymond, by going over the Vegas lines. This is always my favorite thing to begin with, and then you're going to give us that dreaded injury report. But um, let's start with the Vegas line. So right now, the uh, Vegas has us at, at minus six and a half in favor of the San Francisco 49ers. We, the total right now, I, I don't see I don't see any totals under here. I'm over on FanDuel, but as of right now, they have not released the 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 over under on it. But that's okay. We'll keep going. It's that's kind of inconsequential to what we're really interested in. San Francisco, uh, we're just looking at stats from last season, okay? San Francisco right now is averaging 29.6 points per game. They were number three. They were surrendering 19.5 points per game. That was number seven. The Giants averaged 21.3 points per game, 18th in the NFL, surrendered 28.2 points per game. That was 30th. It doesn't look like the numbers are fully out yet for this season season maybe they want a couple more games under before they can really kind of trust the averages that are going on here right now the giants are 0 and 2 san francisco is 1 and 1 the game is at 1 p.m. eastern sunday september 27th metlife stadium that'll be on fox that'll be at 10 a.m. in our time so six and a half point favorites that feels pretty solid to me what do you say yeah that sounds about right Especially with where the teams are. I mean, I, I'm i the eternal bias optimist here, so I'm always going to side. With, I think that's a slightly conservative number. I think it's more within the realm of about 10 points, even, even with uh, the Niners being batted up. You know, because remember, those guys all went down. A lot of d- defensively speaking, you know, are those best those players went down in the first quarter you know, the first half of the first quarter. So they're, they were playing without those guys the entire time. So whether that's going to be the same case going forward, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think that, in other words, I think that this crew is capable of totally, you know, taking on the Giants the same way they handled the Jets. I think so too. Uh, you know, six and a half sounds solid, but I could easily, I I would take the over on that, and I would I could easily see us yeah. winning by ten to fourteen points. Uh, the the defense still played very solid, even with Nick Bosa out of the lineup. I expect this offense to continue to play aggressively. Nick Mullins is a more than serviceable serviceable quarterback, as you mentioned in, um, in our la- in our episode earlier this week. More than capable of be of being a starter. On, on a team somewhere here in the NFL. And luckily, he's our backup quarterback. I fully expect him to. He's also got the intangibles. He's got moxie. He's very aggressive. He's a leader. He knows how to rally the troops. Um, and I, 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 
I'm I if we were playing the Rams, the Seahawks, or any of the any team from the gauntlet, I'd be very worried right now. But we're not. We're playing the Giants. We're playing the 0-2 Giants, a team that easily could be uh, competing for the number one the number one pick in the draft at the at the end of this year. So I'm not that worried about them. Again, we just have to get through this week. We have to get through the next three opponents, and then everyone is pretty much back, and then it is game time coming the gauntlet. The gauntlet, too, is really going to determine where our season is at. I had a buddy come in, and he's visited me the other day at the bar, and he said, hey, man, I just want to say sorry about your Niners, man. You guys are done. You guys are fucking done. And I was like, what? I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on, bro. We are not done. No, man. I'm sorry. I Man, I feel, I, I, you know I got no hate towards your, your team, Rudy, but you guys are fucking done. Your season is over. And I was like, okay, all right, hold on. Calm down. It's not over. Nick Mullins, more than serviceable quarterback. I just had to basically told him the same thing. I gave him a preview of this episode in like a five-minute thing. We can win this. So, Raymond, let's move it on. I want to turn it over to you. Let's go through that injury report. Always the tail of the tape. Who, who will be playing for the 49ers? Is anyone coming back? Let the people know. Well, we already know Tevin Coleman's out. We know Raheem Mostert is out. We know D Ford is out. We know Jimmy Garoppolo's out. You know, there's there's a slight chance, I guess, but even Kyle Shanahan said he'd be surprised if Jimmy Garoppolo was ready to go on Sunday. So I think we can all really much pretty much, you know, turn our eyes to Nick Mullins, who is more than serviceable, as you pointed out. Dre Greenlaw um, was limited practice on Wednesday and did not participate today, so that's not good. Hopefully we get some semblance. If he returns to practice tomorrow, that'll bode well for Sunday because they do have to fly from where they're at to get to the Giants stadium. Thank God it's just not a long flight. George Kittle, limited practice yesterday and today. So he's trying to make his way back. He was mum on whether he would play Sunday, but was definitely his upbeat self. You know, that's uh, the main reason why I've got uh, George Kittle behind me here on the picture. Uh, Jason Verrett, a uh, surprise, was a full participant today. Not sure He's we still need on him. The team? <laughs> you never know. You never know. I mean, uh, hey, worse things can happen. Maybe a Keller Witherspoon shows us his uh, his uh, his ugly side, and we requires the services of Jason Verrett, who at one time was a three-time Pro Bowler. So we know that he's capable of playing at a high level. It's just really hard to overcome the series of injuries he's uh, gone through these past few years. So it's one thing to have like one injury and to come back from that. You know, remember AP came back from a really bad ACL and was able to dominate. But Jason Brett's had a litany of, of injuries, including some of the worst to, to, to do it. You know, I'm surprised that Jarek McKinnon has played as well as he's played. So the, um, thank God. it's. Just, I mean, it is one ACL tear, but that si- it was enough there to sideline him for two years. So that's the, seri- the seriousness of that type of injury. So at, with the, at least with Thomas and Bosa, they're young, and Jarek McKinnon too. So the younger they are, the more optimistic we can be on you know their ability to be able to recover to full health and to be able to perform at full speed. So I, I do like those odds versus if they were a veteran player, you'd be like, mm, you know, time to start thinking retirement or, you know, this is really going to sideline him. You know, I don't really see the market really opening up for him because of that. But uh, no, not the case with our guys. The Giants really didn't have much going on with it. We all know that Saquon Barkley is the big ticket item that's missing from the lineup. So we know he won't play for the rest of the year. 
And Adrian Colbert, uh, former 49er, he was on the roster last year. He was limited in practice yesterday and Thursday. And then Carter Coughlin, who's a linebacker, he's been dealing with a hamstring. He was a full full participant the past two days. So for the most part, they will have the majority of their roster. The point is their roster's pretty got a ton of issues from top to bottom. They really struggle at almost everything. The running game was the one thing that they had going for them that was something that they were looking forward to to really kind of take some of the pressure off of Daniel Jones, although Daniel Jones does have some mobility, but uh, albeit not the same as a Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson or even a Josh Allen for that matter. So I don't really expect that to be a huge, you know, factor that the 49ers defense should be all that intimidated by. In fact, I don't think they should be bothered by it at all. I mean, I think they should expect him to run, but I don't think uh, don't think that's going to be a big issue. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Overall, the Niners, you know, DJ Jones was not on the list, so I believe um, he will be there for Sunday. I assume Let's... that means his ankle's okay. Yeah, I haven't heard much. I mean, we know D Ford is out indefinitely, but um, yeah, that's a bummer, man. We could really use his services right now. You, you know, it was the only the, on the on Monday, you know, or the 23rd, I should say. Let's see here. We know Tavon Austin's on IR. We tried to pick him up in free agency. He's gone. Um, Ronald Blair will be back later in the year. Let's see here. I hope that Dre Greenlaw is good to go. Richie James Jr. is out of the lineup. But we know that Jeff Wilson's going to be in the mix. I like some Jeff Wilson, so like curious to see him. I did like him a lot. The problem was he was just the, the member of the running back roster was deep before last Sunday. So there, there's always there's always been a little bit of limitation in, in his ability. So he's always been a special teamer, but he will be there this Sunday. So be excited to see the one-two punch that him and Jarek McKinnon are able to bring to the table. Um. Let's I think it's see. possible. I think. I think. Uh, I think. DJ that... Jones just had an ankle injury, but he's not on the. He's not on this injury report, and this injury report is from the 49ers website itself. This is the one we always use because it's the most accurate. So no DJ Jones. I'm going to assume is a good thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to expect him to play. So that's good. We need his pass rushing abilities, and we need his run stopping abilities because the Niners are struggling a little bit against the run here. So we do need some assistance uh, on that front. Pass defense is actually doing fairly well, all things considered. We just need that pass rush to help complement them because that was half of the reason why they were really good. There was times when the pass rush was definitely, you know, um, the anchor in helping our guys in the backfield really get become the number one pass defense in the NFL. But we also know that there were some times when the pass rush just wasn't working and we just had great coverage. So uh, we're just going to have to depend a little bit more on those guys while we kind of work up the the guys that are coming up from the depth chart to kind of fit, fill them in the lineup. I'm hoping that Kerry Hyder steps up, and I'm hoping that DJ Jones plays because that'll be a huge boost. And so, and we know what we're going to get out of Eric Armstead, so thank God for that because if, if, he, if we don't have someone step up on the other side, they're just going to double-team him and take him out of the equation because there's no one to, you know, there's no real threat there. So if somebody is able to provide a threat, then that'll take some pressure and force some one-on-ones with Armstead, which will be huge in, in terms of generating pressure because even him just getting pressure is good enough to really throw, you know, most quarterbacks 
off their rhythm. And that's really all we need to do. That's the minimum, of course. Ideally, we'd like a sack. But uh, we'll just have to see how things play out. But so far, you know, we already know who's not going to be there. We know who is going to be there. And I think there's enough there to, you know, feel good about our chances in this game. Remember, not thinking long term. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a daunting thought to think long term. Just think about just thinking about the Giants game now. And as far as the game's concerned, feel pretty good about our chances. I feel pretty good, too. I feel strangely optimistic. I feel like there's a part of me that says I shouldn't be optimistic right now. Part of me is like, you should not be optimistic right now. You should feel like crap. Because because like <laughs> like your buddy said in the bar that your season's done. I don't think our season's done. I think you can take the finger off the panic button and you can relax and you can you can just take a breath and stay confident that we're capable of doing this. 49ers are capable of winning this game. We can do this game. We can they win are. it. We can win it with Nick Mullins. Now, Raymond, let me ask you, um, let's 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 get right to it. How do you see this game going? Give me your prediction for how this how this game pans out. To me, I think um I think uh I think it's really gonna be the Jarek McKinnon and Jeff Wilson show. I really think they're going to be the ones to set the tone offensively. You know, we don't know if George Kittle is going to be there. It's a long shot. And remember, we said that the NFL was going to run, was definitely going to step in and check on that field over at MetLife. And sure enough, they did. But they cleared the field for play on Sunday. They didn't find anything wrong with it in particular. So, hey, I, I remember the NFL love them or hate them, you know, as, as an organization, the fact of the matter remains that they have some of the best people in the business when it comes to, um, medical landscaping, those, you know, between medical staff, training staff, landscaping staff that, that make sure the field is ready to go on Sunday. They have the best of the best of all of those worlds. So, you know, rest assured, they're not going to, they're not going to be lax on any kind of field evaluation because anything, if you see those players go down, the amount of people that went down in that week, you know, the NFL does not like injuries. The NFL injuries hurt the NFL's bottom line, especially when the the players that go down are marquee star players. The Nick Bosa's of the world, the Saquon Barkley's of the world. That is not a good thing. Um, so, Anything to ensure the safety and well-being of players, whether it's on the uh, training side, and whether uh, versus and in addition to the field side, the, the NFL is always going to be thorough in ensuring that they have the best chance to, you know, remain healthy. But of course, injuries is a common occurrence in the NFL. Unfortunately, I wish they could all stay healthy all year long because that would be awesome. But. That is not the reality that we live in. So the NFL cleared the field, and, you know, some people don't feel comfortable with that. We know that Trent Williams came out and said that, you know, he's definitely a little wary about that, and rightfully so. A lot of dudes went down, you know, and uh, and it'd be a shame if there was another horrible nightmare weekend of players going down, you know, because if that happens, then I am going to start to hear the echoes of that guy in the bar saying the season's over because right now we're – with the injuries that we're dealing with, we are flirting with a more more of an 11 and 5, 10 and 6 type of season. But if we have another flurry of injuries come and hit this team, then you know now you're flirting with a 9 and 7, 8 and 8 type of season. Yeah, so which I, might not get you. It's probably well, it, maybe with as wonky as maybe season with is, the new structure. Yeah, maybe this gets us in. 
Maybe it doesn't. Either way, it, we, this is what we're trying to avoid. Obviously, you want to win as many games as possible, and that is your best chance to get in. Um, going back to the field, I want to yes and you in that, and absolutely I do trust the NFL's evaluation. As you said, uh, I can already hear the Niner fans online. Oh, my God, you know, this is bull, da 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 da, da. Listen. <laughs> it's rigged. It's rigged. There's a conspiracy against the 49ers. Against the 49ers. It's not a conspiracy. Alex Jones. Oh, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's Niners. <laughs> uh, it's not. It is simply the fact that uh, I believe if there was room, if there was cause to pause, they would have solved it. So there's no cause to pause. They've checked it out. Let's trust it, and let's hope that this week is a better week, okay? And and let's get through the game. Raymond, final score. Final score. I'm going to say here with a Saquon Barkley-less Giants and some missing defenders on our side that still definitely were able to dominate a very depleted Jets roster, I'm really expecting the same thing is going to happen here. Although Nick Mullins is not a Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jimmy was really one of the people that was able to push the offense to do what it did in the first half. And so I'm going to say this is going to be more something along the lines of 24, 24 to 13, uh, maybe 24, 15, something along those lines, 27. 10 would be my optimistic projection, but I think it's going to be more like 24 to 13. Funny you say that. I was thinking somewhere along the lines of 21-14. Uh, I could see Nick Mullins probably going for passing for like 280 yards, 250 to 280 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. It's possible. I mean, this this is different because now we know that throughout this whole week of practice, Nick Mullins has been getting the lion's share of first-team reps. So it's not like... Jimmy gets the first team reps, and then, oh, by the way, he's we're going to pull him out in the second half, warm up. Um, so that's a little bit different. This time, Nick Mullins is being prepped for the game. So he will come in there with a lot more polish, a lot more confidence, I would imagine. So And, and you know, take that con into consideration because the last time Nick Mullins was prepped like this, he torched the, uh, the Raiders. Um, on a on a I think it was a Sunday or Monday night football game something like something Thursday like that. night I think it was Thursday Thursday night. was it Thursday yeah I think it was Nick TNF. Mullins torched them um, so Nick Mullins is capable very much capable of destroying a team and that was a couple years ago when the Niners were absolute trash so this is a much different scenario against a very inferior opponent so that's why I think it's a high probability that the Niners are able to dominate these. Uh, a team like the Giants the same way they did against the Jets, even though we had some of those star pieces play throughout the first half of the game. Um, but I, either way, I think Nick Mullins is capable of, of torching these guys. I just feel like the running game is really what's going to get us going. We're going to see a lot. I'm excited to see Jarek McKinnon. I'm also curious to see Jordan Reed get out there again and do another George Kittle impersonation. He's fantastic. So I really like what we're seeing out of him. And let's see some more Brandon Ayuk. He only had two catches last game. One of them got some yak, which was nice to see. Want to see some more of that. And uh, let's know. So I would say that. So, you know, um, I want to start a new thing where we talk about players to watch for the 49ers. There's two players on offense I want to keep my eyes on. And there's two players on defense I want to keep my eyes on. On the defensive side, I definitely want to keep my eyes on Eric Armstead. 
and I want to keep my eyes on Carrie uh, Car Hyder, I think is his name. Oh, no, I'm, yeah, Carrie Hyder, because we know some other people. I want to see how Eric Armstead does when he's missing some of those pieces. Is he able to maintain you know, his presence on on that line the same way that an Aaron Donald does with a depleted line? Because most of the Rams just got Aaron Donald. There's no other, there's no Robert Quinn over there, you know, complimenting him anymore. It hasn't been that light way for a while. So I'm curious to see how he performs. And I want to see how Kerry Hyder does. We've been seeing flashes of him. And I really want to see now that he's going to get more playing time. How is he going to do with that more playing time? Are we going to see, you know, the emergence of another Ronald Blair? You know, I'm curious about that. On the offensive side, it's pretty plain and simple who I want to see. Um, I definitely want to see Brandon Ayuk. I want to see more of him. And number two is, without a doubt, uh, Jarek McKinnon. I want to see some more of that explosiveness that we've seen in the first two weeks. Two touchdowns, two games, and huge yard per carry. He looks explosive. He definitely looks like he's hasn't skipped a beat in two years. So definitely want to see him more because he's going he's gonna to be the bell cow now going forward. And so I'm very excited to see what he's going to produce on the field because I have high, I have, I have optimism for how he's going to perform based on these past two games. I think so too. As long as they can stay healthy, absolutely, I agree. Uh, I want to bring something back from last season. I'm glad you've you've introduced that new little segment, uh, R Raymond's Watch, right there. And uh, so I'm going to bring something back. In week one, we definitely saw Jimmy Garoppolo kind of doing Jimmy Garoppolo things. But then in week two, we saw Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what we saw on <laughs> one leg. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's back, the Italian right. stallion. He goes Jimmy full Italian stallion when he, he starts the ball out, like against he, New Orleans. That was Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's, he's back, the Italian stallion. He's here, hey, 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 hey. We, you, go up, you go up to the church, you have the priests, bless him. Before the game. Yeah, when he goes pleasure. to Italy, he gets called out. Jimmy, Jimmy, is that you? I love it the way you throw the football. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, come here, get, get, bring Garoppolo over here. So I want to see, what I want to see is I want to see one guy do his best Jimmy Garoppolo impersonation. And that's our boy Nick Mullins. All right. Give me one good impersonation of Jimmy Garoppolo, and I will be, that's all I'm asking from you, Nick Mullins. I believe in you. That's the guy who I, I that's the guy that I'm trying to put my faith in this week. That's who my 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 faithful guy, Nick Mullins. I believe right. in you. Give us one game. Go like I said, go for 250, 280 yards passing, two touchdowns. I'll even take one interception from you. I know that's probably we're probably gonna get I, two touchdowns and interception. You think that's about right for him? I'd say that's about right. Yeah. Two one you know, sounds right on. Yeah. yeah, one sounds right on. So, but just give us your best impersonation of Jimmy Garoppolo. That's all I'm asking for. All right. So and the professor it. watch says, show me some Nick Mullins. And the fanalist watch says, show me some Jarek McKinnon, Brandon Ayuk. And also let's see what Eric Armstead and Kerry Hyder are able to do on the defensive side. Absolutely. With that depleted pass rush. So what say you, Goldcast Nation? Who are the guys you're going to be looking out for this weekend? And do the 49ers win? And what is the final score? Let us know on YouTube.com slash the Goldcast. And we'll be back next week with uh our recap of this game hopefully a lot less injuries and a lot a lot more winning let's just keep continuing to win and uh ray giants still in the hunt I, i'm only going to talk for like 60 seconds on it we lost today but we took the series against the rockies we've got 
literally five more days, and they basically have to win out, and let's hope they do it. So go They do. Giants. They've only lost two games this week, so that's that's pretty good. Definitely, obviously, best-case scenario should have been to you know, kind of sweep the week. But two games, uh, I think they're like three and two this week so far, something like that. They've been playing, like they, that. The, the schedule's crazy how they cram double headers and stuff like that in there. But um, um, but they're still in it. So we'll see how it goes. And the A's, meanwhile, are struggling against the Dodgers for the second series in well, a row that they face them. Did they win today? Did the A's they win today? today the oh, A's so today. so Dodgers won the series. Dodgers have dominated the A's quite convincingly in the the series that they've faced off in so far this season. So if if that ends up being a World Series match, you know that's not going to bode so well. But we know that you know what happens in regular season doesn't always translate to what's gonna what you should expect to happen in the playoffs, especially the World Series, if it that's comes r- to that. That's right, and the playoffs begin next week. Yes. Hopefully, and we all know what happens to the Dodgers in the playoffs. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Hopefully, our San Francisco Giants are in there. And hey, let uh, the A's are definitely going. So plenty to watch out for, and we will be covering that stuff. I w- uh, hopefully we need to talk to our boy Candlestick Will. You know, the new season's here. We haven't seen him. I'd be great to get him on for uh, postseason baseball. So let's talk. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think that, too. And we know that uh, I know that uh, our boy uh, Pete Zimmer, the Zimmer man, you know, I know that he's watching a big Oakland fan out there. So I know he's a big Raiders fan. I'm sure he joined uh, enjoyed the big Raiders win on Monday. But I know that he's also watching some A's, too. Yeah, we did. Well, we got we got to we we, we got to get him back on the show. He's down to do show whenever. So Pete, we're calling out for you, buddy. We, we better get we, you better be on get here soon. Pete. That's right. All right, gang. We'll see you next week. And so concludes another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Sousa III. And with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Solis the first, baby. Boom. We'll see you next time. Same Gold Cast time. Same Gold Cast channel. This is, is the Gold Cast.